strength comes from diverse and inclusion. It makes kids better, families better, it makes the game better. We know that because of players like Mike Morrison, Jerome McGinley, Grant Fuhrer, and so many others who has also broke barriers. Tonight, I am here to tell you we are not done because the work is not done. We have barriers to break and knock down opportunities to give. I leave this with you. When you return to your communities, take a look around. Find a young boy or girl who needs the opportunity to play hockey and give it to them. You never know. They, make, make, they may make history. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Relkin's Built Not Born podcast. My name is Ryan Relkin, and I'll be your host. On today's edition of the Built Not Born podcast, we're going to be joined by Rico Phillips. Rico is a retired Flint area firefighter and a local youth hockey official who was the winner of the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. The Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award is presented annually to an individual who, through the game of hockey, has positively impacted his or her community, culture, or society. Rico is an interesting individual. He has a great story to tell and I'm excited to have him join us and we're also going to spend some time today on the Built Not Born podcast learning a little bit about Willie O'Ree. Willie O'Ree has a powerful story and I think it's important that we learn a little bit more about him. Basically he is the Jackie Robinson of the game of hockey who overcame a lot of obstacles and barriers in order to pave the way for many others and to grow the game exponentially. It's all coming your way next on Super Relkin's Built Not Born podcast. DNA is our crest, our coat of arms, and what it means to wear it as a player, as a fan, as an ambassador of our team. It's when we dig deep to do the right thing. At the right moment, for the right reasons, it's our response to opportunity, to adversity, to highs, and to lows. It's when we get up. It's why we get up. It's how we get up. And keep going. No matter what. It's our commitment. Our obligation. Our honor. It's our blue. And out of our blue, we rise.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Super Relkin's Built Not Born podcast. My name is Ryan Relkin. The Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award honors former NHL forward Willie O'Ree, who on January 18, 1958, became the first black player to compete in the National Hockey League. O'Ree, who lost sight in his right eye at a young age, went on to play professional hockey for 21 years. His perseverance is unrivaled, and his impact on the game and the lives of young players still is felt today. For more than two decades, O'Ree has served as the NHL's diversity ambassador, traveling across North America to schools and hockey programs to share his story and experiences as well as to promote messages of inclusion, dedication, and confidence. Ori has used hockey as a platform to build character and teach life skills and has used his influence to foster positive values through the sport. I think it's a fair comparison to say that Willie O'Ree is the Jackie Robinson of professional hockey, and I think it's a great way for our listeners, especially our American listeners, to better understand the obstacles and the adversity that Willie had to overcome in order to get to where he is now and how he truly is an example of what it means to be built, not born. And with that, let's learn a little bit more, courtesy of the National Hockey League Hall of Fame, about Hall of Famer, the great Willie O'Ree. When I was 14, I had set two goals for myself, play pro hockey and play in the National Hockey League. And Boston with O'Ree down the ice. It never dawned on me that I broke down barriers and opened doors for players of color that are now playing in the National Hockey League. Willie O'Ree of the Boston Bruins a native of Fredericton, New Brunswick, is the first Negro to play in the National Hockey League. And there he is. Uh, we were at that game. He's inspired a generation of hockey players. We didn't know he was blind in one eye. He's got to be the most mentally strong person I've ever met. The O'Ree family came through the Underground Railroad. They were playing from slavery. You know, you'd be sitting in the penalty box and you'd hear the racial slurs. I always kept it on the ice. I played 45 games in the NHL and played 21 years pro. If it hadn't been for coming back and working for the NHL like he did, he might have been forgotten. Why don't we have Willie O'Ree in the Hockey Hall of Fame? It's interesting to note that several people said, well, we thought he was. Don't let anybody tell you you can't attain your goal. If you feel strongly within your heart, within your mind, those are the things you can overcome. I found out how you make a public submission. I wrote a letter asking the Hall of Fame to consider Willie and why. Sometimes when you meet heroes, they're not all that you want them to be. Willie was a thousand times more than I thought he was. I've known him for about 70 years. We're so proud of him. To get there when he did is incredible. The ending of segregation, for those who first walked through those doors, they bore a tremendous burden. In terms of this business of being the Jackie Robinson of hockey, have you had any troubles? No, none, none that you could uh, say that were troubles. I've heard a few jeers like that, but uh, I guess all hockey players do. Yeah. When he broke the color barrier in 1958, it was a racially charged time, and he was in the guts of it. O'Ree goes back for Boston. Every game that I played, there was racial remarks directed towards me. You should be back picking cotton and what are you doing in a white man's game. Being the first person of color to do a lot of things, you're always earning someone's respect or gratitude. If I was a white male, it would be given. 
we had a Willie O'Ree weekend, he received a threatening letter from a white supremacist group. It just seems surreal in such a day and age that those things were still happening. Fans at the Chicago Blackhawks game were ejected last night for yelling racially charged chants. Race is a big topic. Yeah, I just had to speak up and let people know that, you know, I don't stand for that. I think you have to have the courage to take that one step beyond and follow your dream. 60 years ago, Willie O'Ree broke the color barrier in professional hockey. He changed the game forever. This is what Willie did for me today. Representation is so important. Progress often takes a long time, but it does come. There are so many reasons to celebrate Willie's life and accomplishments. Willie is a hero. He's a hockey hero. If he's not a builder, then I don't know who is, you know. There are few players worthier of being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and it is long overdue that Willie's name be added to that list. Being in the Hall of Fame, I don't think there's any higher title that you'd want to receive. Toronto. Willie, it's Lee McDonald and John Davidson with the Hall of Fame. Oh, God. In the previous segment, we just learned more about National Hockey League Hall of Famer Willie O'Ree, who is credited with breaking the color barrier in the National Hockey League back in 1958, who is an ambassador for the game of hockey and who has the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award also named in his honor, which was awarded in 2018-2019 to Flint Inner City Youth Hockey Program Director and retired Flint firefighter Rico Phillips. I had a chance to sit down with Rico while we were on a friendship tourney visit to Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. As part of the award, Rico was honored by the National Hockey League at the Ottawa Senators game versus the Arizona Coyotes on February the 13th at the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. As part of the festivities, Rico was allowed to select one team from Flint to bring with him to participate in a local friendship tournament in Ottawa, and he selected the Flint Junior Firebird 2005-2006 Bantam team, which I lucked out because my son Brendan is a part of that team. It's more important to mention that several members of the hockey team that Rico chose to bring with him are actual products of the original Flint Inner City Youth Hockey Program and are representative of the dream that Rico had when he started this program to use the game of hockey to build inclusion and to provide opportunities for all people to play hockey. It's in the true spirit of the Willie O'Ree Award and I'm pleased now to introduce you to Rico Phillips. Welcome back to Super Relkin's Built Not Born podcast. Ryan Relkin here with you uh, on location in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada at the Canadian Tire Center. I'm joined today by Rico Phillips. Rico is a retired Flint firefighter, also is a very important person um, in spreading the game of hockey in the Flint, Michigan area in Genesee County. Rico was um, was honored by a very important award um, called the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. For those of you who don't know who Willie O'Ree was, Willie was basically the Jackie Robinson of professional hockey broke the color barrier. Um, he's uh, he's uh, renowned um, as a as a as a person who um, influenced the future of the game. And so, uh, Rico, congratulations and thanks for joining me. Oh, it's uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's an honor to be able to spread the good word of uh, what's going on good in our sport. So, Rico. You're, if you get a chance to ever talk to Rico, you see him around. He's just a so fascinating person, a, a great guy. But talk a little bit about, um, you shared a story with me last night about how you got into hockey and um, started out in high school. Can you kind of like, give us a little background about how that happened? 
Yeah, so I started a little non-traditional is what I would call it uh, because I was uh, assigned to, I was a student athletic trainer in high school. I went to Flint Southwestern High School when I graduated in 1987. So in the mid-80s, I was just starting my craft out and um, got this opportunity to work with a hockey team. And of course, I didn't know really, I had an idea about hockey. You know, I'd seen a couple games, but nothing, I wasn't, I wouldn't call myself a fan by any stretch. And so it wasn't until I got a chance to see my first game uh, up close and personal that I, I just fell in love with it. The passion, the speed, the skills, all of that that wrapped into one in one uh, you know one sport was just it was just so compelling to me. So I decided that I'd learn how to ice skate, and my hockey coach gave me an opportunity to. Uh, to learn how to skate with the team I kind of chuckled because I really had no business out there we had a really good hockey team and I was struggling to get around the ice all day but anyways that kind of introduced me to the sport and then uh, I became trainer for all of Genesee County hockey uh, and that was a unique experience within itself because today that would never happen you know you have to be certified trainers sure but I got an opportunity to hang out with the referees in between uh, intermissions uh, so I could stay warm in the locker room mostly. But anyways, they encouraged me to become a hockey referee. And my senior year, I uh, was fortunate enough to make the hockey team. But uh, I tell people this is honest truth. Our roster held 20 kids, and for tryouts, 19 other kids showed up at me. So <laughs> if, it was, if there was one other kid, I was cut for sure. There was no way somebody worse skater was going to show up. But anyways, I, I was on the team, and I served dual role as a player and as a trainer. But I started refereeing. And um, again, I want you, I want any of you, anyone listening right now to kind of picture a brand new ice hockey referee. It's, it's, it's challenging as it is because unlike other sports, you have to have the skill of ice skating to go along with it. Right. That's the skill I didn't have very well. <laughs> so I literally would fall um, and couldn't stop. It was, it was kind of, uh, I'm sure amusing for others, but embarrassing to some extent for me. Um, but basically, um, that started a 34-year career in officiating hockey, and uh, I still do it today. And it took me a while to actually fall in love with it and take it from being a job or task to something that's more of a passion. Sure. And and if you ever have seen Rico skate, he, you'd never know that uh, he's a, he's a beautiful skater now and and, and excellent out there. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award and um, and and how it you it built into where you have, have received this prestigious honor because um, and it kind of links into why um, the Flint Junior Firebirds team is here and uh, maybe talk a little bit about that and um, and how um, how we end up here in Ottawa and for those of you that are just tuning in uh, talking to Rico Phillips um, the recipient of the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award from the National Hockey League. Well, um, along my journey as a referee, one of the things I noticed uh, in virtually every game that I attended or worked, uh, there was uh, no one of color, um, and not just no one also of color, which, of course, was the obvious, but I also started to notice a a level of elitist of of players. In other words, there wasn't a socioeconomic diversity. There wasn't any type of cultural diversity in the sport or inclusion, so... I, one day I just said to myself, I, if I can change this, I'm going to help change it. Just you know, if, even if it's just one player at a time. And in 2010, I I put the concept together and put it to work, and we formed the Flint Inner City Youth Hockey Program. 
And what our program is for is, is aimed to um, introduce the sport of ice hockey to kids between the ages of 8 and 11 um, that, live, that live exclusively in the city of Flint. And the idea behind it is to give them an exposure like none other. So let's go back to the 80s. There was um, outdoor rinks in everybody's neighborhood. There was kids that play hockey all throughout the Flint Genesee County area because we had an industry going that people could afford to put their kids in the sport. And uh, so now moving fast forward to here we are today, our industry is gone. The people that can afford hockey is gone. The outdoor rinks are gone. The opportunities are gone. So I decided to put this together and make it absolutely free. And it's all a grassroots effort with lots of help from different um, organizations and businesses in the community. So um, it's pretty unique, uh, of course, having a, a program like ours because it is free. It, the most Probably the most um, repelling part of our sport is the cost of it, and uh, I certainly understand that after, after playing myself for all these years and putting son, my son played. Um, so we want to take the cost out, and then we also uh, worked with our local transportation authority, and so we actually have free transportation for these kids. So years go into this, and we, we actually get high school hockey teams to volunteer from out in the you know, rural and suburban communities coming to the inner city. And, and I get this opportunity. I, I wanted to enhance it because I struggle. I struggle to get enough uh, kids to play, and I, I can't figure it out yet because it's free. So last year, I invited Willie O'Ree, the ambassador for Hockey is for Everyone, to come to Flint, Michigan. And when he came, uh, he said, yeah, I'd love to see what's going on in Flint. I couldn't believe I'm getting a living legend in our hometown, man. and then when we got a chance to actually meet Willie, I'll give you a quick, quick as I can synopsis of Willie O'Ree. Like you said, he co- broke the color barrier. It was in 1958 with the Boston Bruins. And uh, he ended up skating uh, three full seasons with the Bruins before he ended up playing in the, w- the old WHA. Um, he got traded out to Los Angeles and then uh, eventually to San Diego Gulls. Put 21 years in, and uh, he was the only person of color until... Um, almost 17 years later. Wow. Yes. And so, with that said, he, he endured some some racial taunts, slurs, the whole nine, and especially when you think about the 60s when he was in this. Right. The, you know, the strife that was going on in our country. But right. Long story, a little shorter, after he retired, a few years after he retired, quite a few years after he retired, um, the uh, NHL found him and said, hey, we've got this initiative. We want to diversify the sport. Would you be willing to be an ambassador? And the rest is history, and so that's how hockey is for everyone started. And then from there, they uh, he's become uh, such a great ambassador. He's um, uh, selected as in the um, Hockey Hall of Fame as an inductee uh, two years ago for his work in the NHL, and they named an award after him. So, an award is for... Uh, It recognizes an individual who, through the game of hockey, has positively impacted his or her community, culture, or society. So I I was nominated a year ago after he came to Flint. Um, And within a few weeks, I was told that I was nominated. It was was exciting. And then I was was, uh, told I was a finalist that was selected by Willie himself. And myself and two other finalists had to go through a public voting, through online voting. 
And uh, long story a little shorter than that. Um, <laughs> next thing I know, they're inviting us to Las Vegas to the NHL Awards. So for those of you that aren't, aren't familiar with what that means, it's like going to the Emmys, the Grammys, to any major sporting awards show. There we were. I was with superstar hockey players and superstars like Alex Trebek was there and, and different people. Oh, my goodness. And we're in Vegas, and uh, they're treating us class act all the way to the top you know what i mean and so um they called my name out and next thing you know um i've got this award and it it changed my life in a number of ways so one of the ways is it gave me an opportunity to be to give our community something to be proud of if you know anything about flint we have a lot of things that we aren't so proud of and under these circumstances, it was the right time, and fortunately for me, I'm the right person because I'm more of a universal person. I'm known in our community because I'm a firefighter, or was a firefighter, retired, um, but I did a lot of community service um, as a firefighter. So things, timing was right, and uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a, just a fascinating story, and I'm sure the listeners are 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 really enthralled with everything that you've experienced and shared. Um, I'm Ryan Relkin. I'm here with Rico Phillips, um, the winner of the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. Um, we're getting the motion here from the folks here at the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. You can hear the hockey noises in the background. Um, really quick, the Built Not Born podcast is about um, really about helping to the goal is to shift paradigm of um, how we build people, um, not building them from their deficits, but building them from their strengths. And I think you do that. You've done that um, through your community service in the in Genesee County in Flint. You've done it through um, your work with hockey. Um, I'll talk a little bit uh, real quick about um, the team that you selected to bring with you, the Bantam Flint Junior Firebirds. Some of these kids are your first generation um, um, group that went through your program. And I think it's really important to talk about them and their story and, and what they're doing. Uh, absolutely. Um, we, the reason I selected the team, there was an invitation by the Ottawa Senators for me to bring a team over. And, of course, our, our program is not a team. It's a program to learn to play. Um, but I asked them would they extend it to a team that I couldn't believe it when uh, the start of season and there's one team with four uh, former participants of the Flint Inner City Youth Hockey Team on one club. I was I was just so excited about the fact that they were all together and they were living this this dream of ice hockey together. So um, all, each of them, I was there their very first time they stepped on the ice and each and every one of them had no idea about hockey before their parents brought them there. So uh, one of the kids, uh, his name is Everett, he's the captain of the team and he came through our program. That's just tickles me man um one of the things we talk about when when we first start is the first lesson that we teach our kids on the ice is how to fall and it's a it's a it's a play on life we all fall down we all fall down so our next second lesson of course is to get up and of course when they get up it's the the play is to or the idea is that you have to get up from falling but in hockey it's harder to get up because you're on ice skates and that's what I expressed to them that there's going to be times it's difficult to get up and you're going to struggle to get up but you're going to get up and you're going to keep continuing and so that's those are the lessons that we have taught these the young folks that come through our program and it's obviously it seems well I know that they're the kids that are on this team that are from our program a big part of the program and they all are very character players as well you know their character in the locker room so so I'm I can't be more proud that's why I selected them and and what's great about it is the the 
uh, the, the rest of the team gets an opportunity. I don't want to say right on their coattails because that's not the idea. This is a team, but a chance to experience this with them as, as opposed to exclusively for yes, them. So, yes. so I'm so happy for everybody that's come along for the trip. The parents are excited. It's, it's just been the Ottawa Senators. I can't say enough about how well First they treat us. The First class, no doubt about it. Well, I want to I thank you personally as, as a father and as a parent. Um, what you've done um, also, the way, I um, mean, it might not be direct, but a lot of the best learning in life happens naturally through our experiences. And I know what's happening with my son and, and how he's, um, the his acceptance and the way we're raising him and how it's enhancing um, the way that he sees people is in, in an inclusive way. Um, and his best friends on the team, um, doesn't matter uh, the background. And I think you're, you know, hockey transcends life. Um, and and I think your lessons about falling and everything else, um, all those chances to learn naturally that way. And so um, I don't even think you realize the impact that you're having, but thank you for everything that you do. And thanks for, you know, you don't have to have a certification to be a great teacher and, yeah. and you and you, you truly are. So Rico, thank thanks you. again. Congratulations on the award. And thanks for joining me on the Built Not Born yeah. podcast. Absolutely. It was absolutely my pleasure. You take care. Have fun. The Vegas Golden Knights, we have a saying. Hockey is for everyone. We support any teammate, coach, or fan who brings heart, passion, and energy to the rink. On our team, in the critical moments, what matters is the strength of our character. Not our skin colors. Or where we come from. Because when we treat each other with respect and as equals, we're a better team and a stronger community. The official policy of the Golden Knights is one of inclusion. Join us in our mission to make hockey the most inclusive sport in the world. Hockey is for all. Hockey is for everyone. Hockey is for everyone. Hockey is for everyone. Welcome back, everyone, to Super Relkin's Built Not Born podcast. My name is Ryan Relkin. I want to thank all of you for tuning in today to today's special episode. I want to especially thank Rico Phillips for joining us today and for sharing his impressive and special story, how he has been able to increase the opportunity for all young people to play the game of hockey, but more importantly, to also help bring people together in the process. I want to thank the Ottawa Senators, the National Hockey League, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Willie O'Ree, the National Hockey League Hall of Fame, Rico Phillips, of course, one more time, Flint Jr. Firebirds, and anyone who may have contributed to today's episode. On next week's episode, we'll be joined by Flint Jr. Firebirds 0506 head coach Josh Clement and product of the Flint Inner City Youth Hockey Program and team captain Everett Graham. It's all coming your way next week on Super Relkins Built Not Born podcast. Remember, as the great Nelson Mandela once said, a winner is a dreamer who never gives up.